Welcome to White Shores, the podcast for spiritual beings having a human experience. Let me invite you to walk once more beside me on White Shores to talk about the real meaning of life and the true power of what is unseen. Let's discuss dreams, intuition, manifesting, as above, so below, angels, afterlife, the science of consciousness, and other infinite possibilities within and all around you. I hope every episode informs, inspires, and illuminates. So, now the scene is set, allow the grey rain curtain of this world to roll back and all to turn to silver glass. Let's walk barefoot together on the gentle, glistening sands of white shores to see what mystery lies beyond the material. Thank you for arriving safely on White Shores, a far green country under a swift sunrise. Now, walking beside me today is a pioneer, a visionary, and in my humble opinion, an all-round genius wonder woman. Um, For listeners of White Shores, she's no stranger to these shores because she's been interviewed a couple of times before, and her interviews get such a spectacular reaction. I'm absolutely thrilled she's back today. She um, (laughs) graciously um, co-authored The Premonition Code to me. She's cognitive neuroscientist, uh, Dr. Juliet Mossbridge. And the only way, she's so busy and so much in demand these days, the only way I can actually catch up with her for for conversation now is on my podcast. (laughs) So I'm so happy you're here today. Hello, Julia. Hey, Teresa, thank you. I could say all the same things about you and Bohr. I love being on your show. Oh, shucks. Thank you so much. But first of all, there's so much to talk about because people ask me about you a lot. Um, But can we please dive right into the Time Machine app? um, Yes, yes. Because I only found out about this. I'd actually planned the interview. And then, as is typical with you, you never content. You're always, like, evolving to the next next genius uh, creation. And this is amazing. This is an app to help you mental time travel. Am I correct in assuming that, that you've created with a team of brilliant people? Yes, it is exactly with the team of brilliant people. So without them, this wouldn't exist. It's called Time Machine. And it it helps people connect with their past and future selves. So we all have these internal sort of, we imagine ourselves. We we talk about, you know, when I was a kid or just yesterday. And we talk about our future, like tomorrow I'm going to the store. or When I'm on my deathbed, I hope it's like this. Those are things that we have in our minds. But it's it turns out it's very um, healing and actually improves well-being to develop a relationship with those imagined selves, the past and the future, and to start to include them in your sense of who you are. So that's what the app is all about. So how does it work? I mean, people listening who want to to download it, want to find out about it, how does it work? Well, uh, right now we're in our phase two testing, so you can sign up to be a beta tester. Um, And then as soon as it's ready for beta testing, which will be in the next week or so, uh, then folks can actually try it. Um, So it works because it asks you to hop into the time machine and record a message. And you can choose whether you're recording a message to your past self, to your future self, even to your present self, 
or if you want to um, w wing it and see what comes out of your mouth. But you basically record a message that's a minute or less, and you try to say the words that you think are encouraging or supportive. Maybe sometimes if people, when people connect with their past selves, they work on saying words that are forgiving and loving. And then the next day, and then you send it into the time machine, and then the next day you get a little email notification that says, hey, your time machine has landed. <laughs> time to come, time to come listen to the message. And it's so simple. You're just listening to that message that you left the previous day. The thing is, though, almost everyone forgets what they said. Almost everyone feels like it's actually a message from yesterday's self, which it is, because they're, they've forgotten completely what they said. And it's over time as you do this, Time Machine encourages you to start to expand your sense of who you are to include yourself over time. And it has two other tools that actually help. Should I tell you about those two? Please, please. So it doesn't just have this talk to yourself over time thing, which is the piece that we already tested. And I can tell you a little more later about what our, what our testing showed. But um, it has these two other functionalities. One is we call the meditation tent. After you've been using the time machine for a couple of days, then you unlock the capacity to use the meditation tent. And there you can listen to meditations, little mantras over and over again um, throughout your day, if you like. You can either listen to the mantras that are already there for you, or you can listen to mantras that you create yourself. And there's a 20 minute or so meditation that's already in there. That's a time travel meditation to take you really deeply into connecting with your past and future selves. And that's, so that's the meditation tent. And then the other functionality that we're very excited about is the hope garden. So that's a place where you go to make plant seeds of your hopes. What are your hopes for the future? You plant a seed. Let's say you want to graduate from college. So you plant a seed where it's called graduate from college. And then you get to choose from resources that are available about the kind of different, let's see, how would I put it? The things that you might need to do that. So you choose five resources, you know, whatever it is that you need, that you think you need to help graduate from college, whether it's love, persistence, prayer, community, money, right? <laughs> whatever you need. And now you have your hope and you have a notification schedule where you say, I want you to ask me, I want you to send me an email, you know, every week to see how I'm doing on this. And then you can sort of go in and tend to your hope at that notification schedule. If at any point you want to add the hope to the community garden where other people can see it and you can see their hopes, you could do that. So it's a way of, oh, and my favorite part, actually, I was about to forget. You can actually water the community garden. So everything that's oh, planted in. This, this <laughs> is that so cool? clever. I would expect nothing less. But it, it seems like that hope garden in particular seems to be tapping into the huge interest in manifesting at the moment. It seems yes. like. This is a tool for people who maybe struggle with that or haven't yet got the ability to think, expect good things in their life for whatever reason. Yeah. And it seems, and I'm often wanting to offer tools, and this is something I can say to them now try this. Yeah. It's like, you know, manifesting, you can attract yeah. what you want by setting the scene and watering. I love this. But like all genius ideas, it's the simplicity of this that is so great. It is really simple. You are really talking to your past and your future. Your future is what's that in the background, Julia? It sounds like I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're in Jurassic Park. Yeah. We're in the past. Oh. 
So uh, right now I'm at a friend's house in Toronto and it's right in the middle of the city and there's a oh, like a, a dinosaur. It was really funny. That was just a car revving its engine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, that's exactly where I am. Just and, me, isn't it? Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and it really is worth the effort. I'm going to sign up for this. I'm going to try if that's all right, if you don't mind. Well, actually, of mind. course. And our whole team... We decided we wanted to make an app that we wanted to use. Yes. So um, that's why we like it. Is that this is something I've wanted to use for a long time, and so it's, finally it's, we get to. You 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 can also talk to your future self as well, can't you? And that yeah. must be really incredible. Maybe for a year down the line. Can you do it a year down the line, or is it very much in the present? Well, if you that's why we built the hope garden. Is if you plant um, a hope, you're you can make a, a message for your future self, you know, when that hope comes to fruition. And so you, then it stores it for you. And then when you harvest the hope, you can play your message. So it's like a little, that's the, that's the talking to your future. Whenever you say that the hope is harvested, it could be a year from now that you actually harvest the hope, right? Oh, fantastic. So all you people who message me about how to sense the future, how to get in touch with the future, boost your intuition, manifest, now there's an app that you can try that can really give you practical tools to help do this and build your confidence in your own ability to do this. I urge you to check it out. I assume there's a website, Julia. Oh, yeah. We- oh, yeah. Can you tell us? Sure. Time Machine, all one word, Time Machine dot love, L-O-V-E. Time Machine dot love. If you're listening... Do go and check it out. Sign up. Have fun with this because fun is an important part of learning. Um, and and just I, I'm sure that it's it's going to help people. This is really going to help people, Julia. But are you still in that? I mean, I can only imagine because I'm, as you know, I'm not technical at all. But building an app must be huge. Um, how involved were you in that? Um, and and how, how I'm just curious about the process of, of creating an app. It must be a huge undertaking. Oh, you know, uh, I have this thing where I have, <laughs> I don't know if this is good or bad, but I have a thing where I have an idea and it's sort of presented to, so this idea of the functionalities and everything came to me about three years ago and I just wrote it down and um, in about half an hour, And then I thought, okay, well, I can't do this because I don't have the skill. So what I happen to to have the skill at doing is having ideas and then knowing exactly the right team to bring them into the world. So that's part of the fun to me is really bringing together a diverse group of people who think differently from me, who are going to correct my mistakes in my initial conception, who are going to, you know, meet, meet the needs of a younger generation because I'm 52, you know, and younger generation is going to want something else. Um, mm-hmm. And so all of those things. So I, I got this amazing team together. And actually, if you go to the website at timemachine.love, you'll see a video of our team. And I'm so proud of our team. <laughs> that, you look um, great. I've seen that video. It's great. It really is. And you look so inspired and so joy filled. Um, and and yeah, so. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. It's great. It's terrific. It really is quality work. You've clearly got people there who know what they're doing. I love the presentation of it. Um, But you're saying it's in testing stage at the moment. So that's saying you're trying to iron out the glitches. Is that what you're saying? Is that what the whole point of the 
testing stage is. Yeah, that's the testing stage. And anyone who's interested can help test by, um, by, by going to the website and signing up to be a beta tester. And then we will send you an email when it's ready and ask you to test. We oh. imagine this is a very well tested app in the sense that we've already run almost 100 people through it. And so we've tested it for efficacy, but we haven't tested some of the new features. So yes, we would love for your listeners, for White Shores listeners. Of course. I mean, does it cost anything to sign up at the moment? Not only does it not cost anything to sign up, eventually the app will also not cost anything. It's a free app. It's a gift to the world. So this entire enterprise is for free? Yes. Julia, that's amazing. What are you waiting for, everyone? Go and sign up. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is absolutely wondering. But do you mind me asking how, How? because obviously this this would have cost a lot of money to create yes. something like this. Did you have funding for it? Yes. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, which is a large health uh, nonprofit in the United States, they gave us our initial funds to do this project. Um, starting in January of 2022, we'll need additional funds. And so, you know, we definitely... The final, the final app will have a donate button so people can donate. Mm. But we want everyone to be able to use this regardless of how much money you have. And so that's why we're putting it out there for free. What a blessing. What a gift. Thank you. Um, please, that, that, so timemachine.love, please go and check it out. It's entirely free. You've got absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain, literally. This is amazing, and and you are in trusted hands with 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 Dr. Mossbridge, um, someone I admire fiercely. So, oh, that's incredible. But can I just ask you how you found the people to work on it? Was it a matter of you just sort of manifesting and attracting? <laughs> how did it happen? Were you talking? I, I, I'd love to know the process because getting the right people is key, isn't it? Yeah, it like, is. Something like this. That's right. Um, so, to me, the process is is very intuitive. So that I, I probably work very differently than, than a lot of people, but I, I found this to be very successful is, so I'll have this idea. And then in my mind, uh, you know, I'll say, okay, universe, um, let's have the right people. And then I'll get a phone call. Like I got a phone call from my friend, Polly Washburn, who I met in college. And uh, she's, you know, oh, I'm interested in some kind of new project. And then all of a sudden I think, wait, I'm working on this project. Would you be interested in being a project manager? She's like, absolutely. I love time travel. I, I love love. I am in. And so, so she says, <laughs> yes, right? So then Polly and I, you know, start to say, okay, well, we're going to need a designer. We're going to need um, a coder. We're going to need a clinical psychologist. And I'm like, oh, wait, my friend, you know, Mike, who I barely know, but I'm calling him my friend because I like him. Um, he is a clinical psychologist and he's really into unconditional love and I think he would be into this. So then I asked Mike, so he was a guy I already knew. And so was Polly. And then we're like, okay, but we need the actual technical people who can do the art and do the, and do the coding. And so what happened there was I have a couple lists. I belong to email lists of like, there's one that's called tech lady mafia. <laughs> God. <laughs> so it's a bunch of a bunch of women around the world who are into technology and so we people... need more of them don't we yeah you know, it's very heavily male dominated still 
well, and, and then this is a group of women who are trying to do like really cool things. And so it was easy to put a little ad up there saying, Hey, you know, we're looking for this and this and this. And then we, out of that, we got, we had a couple conversations with people, but pretty quickly found the people who were, you know, it's it, finding the people who are blown away with what you want to do and who can already add insights to it. That's how we found Amber Williams and, and Curry Johnson. Um, they were just like, oh, this is great. You know, Curry Johnson, he comes on board and he's already got a consulting company called Good Vibes Empire. So we're already like, okay, we're sold like before he opens his mouth, you know. It must have been electric when you were working together on this. When you are now that everybody's got a passion and that's so, so infectious, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that passion, your combined energy. Oh gosh, I wish it every, every luck. And and I guess once it's been tested and you're all happy with it, then it goes on the app store? Um, actually, no. So we created this as what's called a progressive web application. So you, you launch it from a website. If you're using a phone, you can get an icon like an app icon mm-hmm. by following the directions on the app. There's a little help screen that tells you how to do that. So it behaves just like an app, but it's actually launched from a website. And the reason we did that is that we were told that folks who are in prison, we're hoping eventually prisoners can use this app, that it's very difficult for them to have access to actual apps. It's much easier for them to have access to just web addresses. So that's why we did that. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. How exciting. And I believe you've done some research around this already and it's been proven to be helpful and healing to hear these messages from your past or future self. Can you talk about that? Because when I saw the press release. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're very excited about it. it. I've never created technology that has had this much of a positive impact and it's very exciting. Um, So in our original study, we had... 96 participants. Um, And frankly, we called them, we don't really call them study participants. We call them design partners because they gave us incredible feedback. We asked that, we we feel like they were partners at the design process. They gave me, me and the whole team, incredible feedback about how to make this a better piece of technology. So um, we had 96 design partners and for 26 days, they used the technology and um, we compared there, we, we, we compared across time four measures. So with physical symptoms of stress, like stomach ache, headache, these kinds of things, inability to sleep. So physical symptoms of stress, um, their balance of their time perspective. So that's actually a psychological concept, the, your capacity to have positive thoughts about the past, to feel centered in the present and to look forward to the future. That's called a balanced time perspective. So we measured that. We looked at their feelings of unconditional love. So feelings that the whole universe could work out for the best and that would be wonderful. That is that is essentially a feeling of unconditional love. So we measured that. And then we measured um, what we call overall well-being, which we in the study we called physical, emotional, and spiritual. So combining all of those. Um, so we asked four times, we asked people those same kind of questions on questionnaires throughout the study. And if you look at from the beginning to the very end, so the first to the last time we asked the questions, all four of those measures improved. But the thing that we were most impressed by was that people who had a lot of difficult, abusive, traumatic childhood experiences 
compared to people who had much luckier childhoods, the people who had much more difficult childhood experiences started out very low in comparison on their overall well-being. So their overall well-being ratings were just significantly lower than those who had luckier childhoods. But over the course of the study, they caught up and they actually improved twice as much in their overall well-being as compared to people who had luckier childhoods. So they caught up in 26 days, which is a big deal because when you have had a really horrible childhood, you kind of feel like you're doomed for the rest of your life. Mm. Mm. And this suggests not, you know, maybe not. This is a this app can help you <laughs> nurture and be yeah. there for your past self. Um, yeah, I absolutely adore it, Julia. Honestly, I'm absolutely thrilled about this. Um, I, what I love most of all, and you know, when we're working together, is I like the simplicity of things, and this <laughs> I get. <laughs> I'm yeah, really it's simple. It's simple, and that's what Teresa needs. I really get this. In it's super exciting. Um, so please, everyone, do visit timemachine.love. You will not regret it, and I'd love your thoughts on it as well. Um, how how you if you find it helps you in 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 coming days and months, and we all as collectively need help at the moment. The world's been to hell and back, really, um, and we all need help. <laughs> So thank you. This is something that can help you for free, people, free. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> what are you waiting for? But um, there's so much I want to talk to you about because I, I read um, often, you know, I have an alert, uh, Julia, that you're doing all sorts of amazing things with BBC and The Guardian and, and Times and TV and all sorts. You really are the the time travel, the mental time travel lady, the love and compassion lady as well, because you time tie the two together. But of course, we connected, was it about five years ago now? I can't remember. Probably was about yeah. your interest in precognition. And we did this really unusual collaboration, which I'm so proud of to this day. Unique, I would think. <laughs> with the premonition code which people still message me about and still are trying to understand the book and connect with it and learn more about it and I love that and a lot of people say it's helped them too which again is very very positive I mean that book's still out there isn't it um you know inspiring people Julia (laughs) oh I mean well, so one of the things we did with that, so yes, I get I get emails from people all the time, and then there's the Telegram channel where people talk about it, and I and by the way, if you're interested in the Telegram channel, just go to thepremonitioncode.com and go to community service and forum because um, the Telegram channel is full of all sorts of neat people who are literally traveling in time in in their minds and getting information so that's what precognition is all about but what we did with that book i must check into that too because i remember i I haven't for a while because you know my life's taken me in other directions but when i remember it it's so so fired up isn't it so many people talking there and sharing in such an honest way yeah um, their relationship with time and their interest in time it's well worth checking out that as well it's become community again but do you do you check in a lot julia or do you not have time now i check in a couple times a week and i think it's a great community there's a lot of good people there most people who are going there to just um brag or i don't know to do to do things that aren't so great they leave quickly or i block them 
<laughs> it's a filter, isn't it? There's an actual so anything that is, you know, disrespectful or, yeah. or not not in line with love and compassion and connection is gone. Yeah. Or, or yeah. authenticity as well. Yeah. Um, so it's well worth checking out. But sorry, I interrupted you about the Prem Code. Yeah, the Premonition oh, Code. Well, I was thinking back on it um, just because it's been out for a while now and it's actually gathering steam, at least in the US. <laughs> yeah, but you pre-cogged that. You always said to me when it came out, yeah. Because this was like pre-COVID times. And, you know, I have found that COVID has shifted people towards the mystical in a way never before. Yeah. This was still very cynical pre-COVID times. Um, and it, it started well. We got some coverage, media coverage, didn't we? And it sort of ticked along. And you said to me, Teresa, this is going to be a slow burn. Mm-hmm. You said that. And it's going to to roll down the hill and gather speed. And you you're absolutely right. Aren't you? <laughs> it does it does seem like that. And but but I think part of it is that people keep saying I could not tell who was saying what. Our voices blended together, except Aww. for the part where we yeah, except for the part where we said you know Julia says Teresa says. But, oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. I think it's fairly obvious, though. I mean, when it's really, really <laughs> clever and really scientific people, that's Julia. <laughs> okay, look, you, 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 um, Teresa, it's me. <laughs> Teresa, you're so smart, and you pretend sometimes not to be smart, but that's nuts. You're, you're so smart. I do. I, I I get it, but you know the movie quotes and stuff, and 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 um and the questions. Um, but the science part, you know, it is the science of precognition that book, and I realised soon on that, you know, I had to to bow down to that because that's what I wanted with this book. I was trying to get publishers to understand this emerging science of consciousness and people like yourself who are so clever and working in this area. And it did do that, wasn't it? I mean, you actually did a double page in The Guardian, didn't you? The newspaper over here, which is really amazing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And the BBC has been in touch with you for a whole series of dreaming of the future and everything. It did serve a purpose. But I think now that if we presented it now, it would have been like much more understanding of it from the publishing community. Yeah. Because when you work with a publisher, they've got to understand it. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, it's okay. You know, these things have to come along at the times that they have to come along. And um, it's interesting that the publication of another book about precognition called Time Loops by Eric Wargo, his publication oh. was delayed to come out on the same day as Premonition Code. No. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. No, and I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so I think there was some behind-the-scenes shenanigans to to sort of bring these things to people's attention. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. But no, I mean, if if you if you haven't read the Premonition Code, um, you know, you, it's well worth checking out. Um, you may need to read it several times. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, it's like the Matrix movies. That's what I always say. It's it, it, it's something you've got to go back and rewatch to to make all the connections. But that's part of the joy of it. Um, mm-hmm. It challenges you. Um, and talk about the Matrix. Did you know that Matrix is coming back? Yes. Um, but Julia, I'm excited about that. Me too. <laughs> I think it comes out in the States first, doesn't it? Um, yes. Uh, I'm sure it does. Um, and they're all back and they ha- don't seem to have aged at all. They're a bit like you. They've well, sort of like the yes. same. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, computer uh, animation really helps. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the trailer because um, uh, Neo uh, is sitting with his therapist and saying, I'm having these really weird dreams about, yeah. you know, I love it. And I think you premonition code, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it is perfect. 
you should time the link the time machine release as well with it because I think a lot of people got interested in their dreaming minds, um, lucid dreaming, all this because of the Matrix movies. Uh, movies can sometimes really capture imagination in such a huge way. Um, mm, just as you're right. <laughs> you're genius. You're genius as usual. Oh. You're right. No, you're you're a marketing genius. I mean, the way you, the way you understand. People. You've got to dress as Trinity, Julia. That's what you've got to do. The whole of you have got to have the to have like the really the really <laughs> black, black Do you know, honestly, that would get so many hits. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I don't know if I can pull that off. I'm such a nerdy scientist. <laughs> honestly, I'm not joking because I'm releasing a book actually next year as well about lucid dreaming, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm going. I was I was actually going on Amazon, hovering over. Um, sunglasses that Trinity wears and thinking, am I going too far now? (laughs) 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 You know, to to, to do that. But anyway. Oh, that's awesome. So this has obviously consumed you um, recently, but are there, I mean, I know you, you often have lots of your fingers in lots of pies. Are there other things that you're working on right now or planning ahead in the future? Or is this your main focus now? Oh, everything's always my main focus, but I have multiple main focal points. (laughs) So um, my other main focus uh, that I that I think is fun to talk about is is the creation of the Institute for Love and Time, uh, the nonprofit. Yes. Yeah, so we call that Tilt, the Institute for Love and Time, and you can find out more about that at loveandtime.org, loveandtime.org, and uh, I, we're really building Tilt out to be a place where we can give grants to scientists and engineers who are doing any kind of unconditional love or time travel related projects. Uh, we really want to seed the, the world with this new kind of thinking about time and about unconditional love. And so that's where we're at with Tilt. And it's, it's been incredibly exciting to work with that team to uh, bring Tilt out into the world. And, Is it and, all scientists and, find... and neuroscientists like you involved again in the, the creation of it? It's no, it's not just scientists. We have psychologists, we have um, we have computer folk, computer programmers, we have engineers, we have artists. We have one artist who actually made a model of our headquarters and we're really excited to build it. It's this beautiful dome. You could see it on the website. Um, so yeah, there's there's we call them STEAM professionals, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Wow, really eclectic, but um, again, people united by a desire to help people fall in love with themselves and understand different versions of themselves, past, present and future. That's right. Oh, that's beautiful. Can you give that website again? um, Sure. Sure. It's at loveandtime.org, loveandtime.org. Loveandtime.org. And then, of course, we've got timemachine.love is there a website just for you though julia about what you are and you know for people listening you know i've assumed everybody knows and i'm sure many people listening would but your background and all the amazing work you've done the research you've done your background your training do you have a julia mossbridge website you know i don't (laughs) i have i mean i just it feels a little self self aggrandizing uh, but I should have one, shouldn't I? Because people want to know, right? Yeah, you're interesting. I mean, especially as you're in the media so much. And and JulianMossbridge.com, you know, sure. 
surely that's available. Yes, yes. Okay, Teresa, Yes, I will take this upon myself. I think probably the best place right now to get that information is my mossbridgeinstitute.com, but that's really oh, about so that's the institute. as close as we can get, isn't it? Because the Moss- So what is the Mossbridge Institute then, people listening? Yeah, that's a company, that's a consulting company that I run where it's kind of like this. I think of an idea and then I try to convince someone that they want to do this idea and that they should pay me to make that idea happen. <laughs> Great, got it. So that's mossbridge.com. Mossbridgeinstitute.com. Mossbridgeinstitute.com. Fascinating. And your biog is there, but I'm sure on the other sites as well that you've got bios of everybody involved in the projects that you're including yourself. Brilliant. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Do you ever sleep? (laughs) Um, Sleep is really critical. I sleep about nine to 10 hours a night and uh, I do a lot of my best work while I'm asleep. So, yeah. Yeah, we would be, wouldn't you? (laughs) Being in a world of dreams and and that, that transition state where your unconscious is unfiltered in sleep yeah. and get get to work which actually leads me to the, my final three questions which I'm terrorizing every guest in this season okay um, I'm excited well I mean this one is easy for you really because I'm asking because I've, I've got people from different walks of life um in this season fascinating season actually um and I'm I'm comparing their responses but first of all I'm you know I'm, I'm doing so much about dreaming now dreaming seems to be so mainstream um can you tell me from a cognitive neuroscientist point of view what is a dream oh wow that is such a great question a nighttime dream of course a nighttime dream i'm meaning yeah what is a dream what is a nighttime dream well i don't think that i could represent cognitive neuroscience neuroscientists or cognitive science scientists on this because they, there's no clear agreement on this like i think i think a cognitive scientist would say yes what is a dream let's figure it out you know <laughs> um, so i will say as a co- i'm trained in cognitive neuroscience i would say a dream is a way of your mind and your brain connecting to work out the problem of trying to understand reality both in the past and in the future Beautiful. I love that. It's a bit like what is time, is that we don't really know these things, but it, there's no reason not to ask the question. Um, the next next quick question is, uh, um, uh, there's been an explosion of interest in astrology right now um, since COVID with, with especially young people using it as a psychological self-help tool, not necessarily for divination or looking into the future. Um, what are your thoughts about astrology? Would you mind sharing what your sun or star sign is? And are you true to your sign? Yeah, I'm absolutely true to my sign. I'm an Aquarius. Um, oh, more geniuses <laughs> are born under the sign of Aquarius than any other, isn't it? I don't know if that's true, but I'll take it. Yes, it um, is. Just, yeah, it is. It's that's that's the sign. Of course, it is because it's the change and the, the oh my goodness, the transformation involved with that sign. Yeah, yeah. So it's true that my 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 stance toward the world is like. Thank you for showing me how it is. Now, how can we can we make it better? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So do you feel like you're a true Aquarian? Oh, there's no doubt. No other sign do I relate to as much. Absolutely. I mean, because I'm idealistic and I think about humanity as a whole, but when, then, when it comes to my personal relationships, I struggle, you know. Um, I, I have an idea a second and my big problem is to filter out ideas rather than to have an idea. You know, it's this kind of thing. 
Absolutely. And then the final question is a running theme through this, um, the 20 or so episodes in this season. Um, is my um, weird obsession, and it has become weird now, with this song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, or Spirit, as, as White Shores is a spiritual, not religious podcast. But, you know, this time of year, people sing this song on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, you know, I'm sure you've heard it, Julia. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm sure it has very, very ancient roots. Um, I don't understand it. I would like my listeners to tell me what it means. And of those 12 symbols, I can quickly run through them to refresh your mind, if you like. Yes, um, please. Um, that's a partridge in a pear tree, two turtle doves, three French hens, four calling birds, five gold rings. You don't want to sing it. Six geese are laying, seven swans are swimming, eight maids are milking, nine ladies dancing, 10 lords are leaping, 11 pipers piping, 12 drummers drumming. So what do you think it all means? And if you could get a gift from your true love, which of those 12 would it be? Which of those 12 would it be and why? Okay. I think it's talking about the evolution of humanity. Um, because it starts with these things, like it starts with a tree, right? Partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. So it's like, it almost reminds me of after the flood with Noah and the dove. Ah, um, right. So it starts with this kind of revelation of humanity as, as in, in communion with nature, but separate from nature in a certain sense. And, and the, and the importance of the mind to, to transform. And then we go through these, animalistic sort of symbols and then we get to five golden rings and that's <laughs> and that starts to tell us okay there that's like that sounds like church bells ringing i mean that that tells us birds though don't we after that i mean we've yeah got all the birds the four, first four are birds then we have the gold rings and then we have two more lots of geese and swans and then we have the humans yes and so it feels like it's showing how this it, it, to me, it's like encoding some kind of. It's like the song encodes this, this the the mysticism behind Chris, Christmas, that there can be that there can be this peace on Earth, mm. and it has to do with this evolution of humanity towards working together, towards being more human, more connected, and more in harmony with each other. That's what oh, I think it means. Beautiful. And my favorite one is the five golden rings because that's, uh, that's the change point. That's the transition point. We have a golden rings. Well, of course, actually, that's in line with the spirit of White Shores as well. You know, White Shores, ring, ring, you know. Mm, <laughs> nice. I love that. I love that because actually when I asked you what character in Lord of the Rings would you be, you, you were one person who said I'll be the ring. <laughs> Yes, that's right. I guess I did say that. <laughs> You're still at that point, but this time you want five. Yeah, right. we have grown. <laughs> oh, Julia, it's an absolute joy to talk to you. Um, I'm so grateful for you and I am so feel so blessed to, to know you and to follow you now as I do. Um, and um, I'm excited about this app and, and everything. And, um, and I hope listeners are too. And uh, just thank you for all you are and, and do and for taking some time to, 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 for me today because time is a gift you can't get a refund on. You know, so thank you. Wow. Well, thank you, Teresa. You're, the work you do in the world is phenomenal. And I'm so glad that White Shores has found the audience that it has. And I hope it continues to 
to reach a broad audience because it's it's really essential work in the world, you know? Thank so thank you. you. Thank you, lots of love. Thank you from my heart and soul for being here and walking beside me in spirit on white shores. Sensitive, kind, compassionate souls like you who see beyond the material are needed more than ever today to help this earth heal and evolve. If you have any questions, stories or insights to share, I absolutely love hearing from you and aim to reply to everyone in due course. My website is www.theresachung.com. My contact email is angeltalk710 at aol.com. And you can message me via my Instagram handle, the Teresa Chung, as well as my Facebook and Twitter author pages. Until we meet again on these white shores, keep being amazing spiritual you, sending my eternal love and gratitude. <laughs>